Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am thrilled to have back on again Paul Rust and Michael Cassidy of Don't Stop or We'll Die. They have just released another fantastic album called Signature Please, and I'm super excited to talk to them all about it. Paul, Michael, it's been over two years. How are you? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, oh, thanks so much for having us again. Thank, thank you, you so for much. taking the time out of your lives. It means oh, a lot. It's the time of our lives to take time for you. <laughs> my, heart, my heart is warm. <laughs> to How, take the time out of our life to have the time of our lives with you is uh, just a time you, I'd yeah, like yeah. to time. <laughs> I'd like to live. Uh, <laughs> great to see you, man. Great yeah, to see you, the, too. Um, yeah, the last time we spoke was two years ago. Uh, yeah. And it's been ten years since we last spoke, it feels like. just based That's on right. We time warped. Time was a flat circle. Every day was a month. I fully feel that. But obviously, you guys have been super busy. In your own lives and music, if people don't know, you have your own podcast called Song Week, which I am a frequent listener of, and it brings happiness to my life, and just know that what you're doing, people people are loving it. How has that been? How has that experience been? Thank you very much. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, you know, having uh, the... It's two, been two years now, over two years, yeah, uh, <laughs> since we started. So, um, yeah, the uh, conceit of having a new fully produced don't stop roll die song uh once a week every wednesday uh has just uh it's been really fun <laughs> and uh both on like a just uh a, a, a fun way to spend your time but also creatively uh it's just you know we've done a hundred songs now like uh it, it's forced us to be different and try new things in, in ways that have been really uh, exciting. Yeah, it's I fully agree. Like it's a, a uh, having having an output like that stretches you out a little bit. Like you to maintain variety on the podcast mm -hmm. and stuff. And then as you're going along, I don't know. The fun of it has been too. Like as you go along, you're able to go back and kind of harvest the, the seeds if the if the initially produced song is like the weekly kind of seed you're planting yeah you can go back and see and like you know yeah uh re refine material that you wrote but you you write it no matter what and get it out there that's been that's been awesome it's absolutely crazy i've i've had the opportunity to speak to so many amazing artists over the last like three years at this point and so many of them focus on like okay i'm gonna do one song a month and they they do it and it's great and the quality is there but i actually can't imagine putting myself in the shoes of doing one song a week i'm sure this is a question that you get asked a lot but like where are you pulling this creativity from like where are you pulling the energy and the drive to keep on doing this because no matter quality or quantity it's just an insane work ethic on your guys's part Oh, well, uh, to give all credit where credit's due, uh, before he, uh, uh, is immodest, uh, <laughs> or, or is modest, I'll be immodest for him. Uh, Mike, uh, right oh. here has been, uh, really amazing in terms of carving out the time to devote to, uh, embellish all the songs that we sit down and write together and sing together 
But then once the piano parts are done, and then beyond mic two, we're able to pull it off because of uh, Tony Thaxton, our regular drummer. Um, Instead of having to program a bunch of (laughs) robot drums, which I think is maybe a little more (laughs) difficult. Uh, and then, uh, and then our guitarist, and also uh, half of the songs are produced by Amin Zarukian. And so, having all of those guys devote their talents to the songs is usually how that's able to uh, pull off, be pulled off. Well, th- wow! I thought you were going to, <laughs> to bring up Amin, uh, and you did make immodesty by, yeah, but, but I uh, thank you, and of course, like. Paul and I writing the songs is the beginning of the production process. And, but that is also like something that we've always been able to do like together is uh, when something hits or like we find a, a musical nugget or something that we like yeah. the song is done pretty quickly. Like that's always been the case. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. that was part of why we wanted to start something like the podcast was um you know, instead of recording ten jams and and pursuing one of them, what if we what if we pursued them all? <laughs> I mean, Just, you kind of have to. You're an experiment <laughs> where you, you pursue pursue everything for a little while. Yeah. Well, what yeah. was happening was that we were recording a bunch of uh, song, just scraps of songs, and then it kind of two things would happen when it was time to record an album. We would get really precious, and then not focus on all the songs and just like be like, okay, let's make all these 12 really good. And then, uh, but now with this, it's like you get to explore each one. And also, even though the production level has always stayed quality, the idea of like overthinking and being precious and stuff is also taken away. So kind of the two hurdles that were coming along with us following up on songs that we were jamming on, like was really taken care of with this in a satisfying way. Yeah. And, and, you know, all 100 of those songs to some degree were, they weren't all during quote unquote lockdown, but all of the songs on the signature please album and all the songs that we've released on either volumes or the vinyl, uh, that was all recorded separately. Like we have to relearn the songs to play them live because we wrote right. them. Paul and I would write them. And oh yeah, speak to that. So yeah, yeah, we would write them. Then you would send them to Tony and Amin. Then we like would an in- I'd engineer like an initial kind of big skeleton of it, and then send it to Amin. Who, speaking to the state of the, like the quality of the songs, I I feel like it's just so far and away so impressive what what he and Tony and the other folks who helped you know we've had uh we've had other people producing the songs but it means ability to to really quickly produce things at a state-of-the-art level where we're doing kind of big genre swings or you know his his spectrum of abilities is really impressive so then Whoever's producing the song then would record, get Tony, would record drums as often as we could. Sometimes it wasn't Tony, but as often as we possibly could. And then he would produce it. We would add, then it would get sent back to Paul and I. We'd record our vocal session on top of kind of a, you know, kind of a demo. Sure. And then whoever was producing that week, the lion's share of that was Amin. Um, 
or myself or Adam Schatz for on a couple guest spots later in the, in the, in the hundred. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then they would kind of mix and master up a final and we'd stay as far ahead of that schedule as we could. But like it got down to a kind of a quick uh, version of that by the end. And that was our long blob blabby first answer to your question. We'll, uh, we'll oh, be more concise it. afterwards. Oh, yeah. no, that's what this is about. There's no rules. <laughs> I make the rules. <laughs> um, well, I do want to talk a bit about Signature Please, obviously, here. So I've had the opportunity. I listened to it three times at this point, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass, but truly, like, it has gotten better with each listen, like you become familiar with everything. And one thing that I love about your guys' music the most is that you're not afraid of experimentation, but at the same time, you still manage to keep this cohesive sound. Like, you know, it's you, but you experiment within this realm of just like everything, like nothing is off limits, but it's still a don't stop and we'll die song. So Basically, my question here is like, what's the what's the elevator pitch for your guys' music? Like, you you pull from so many different styles and genres. How do you explain it to someone that's never listened before? Yeah, I mean, I think it is some. Uh, uh, that, that was pretty. Uh, that was well said. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's like um, we're uh, lovers of music of all kinds. Yeah. And I know usually people say that when they don't love any kind of music. They're like, I like, oh, love it all. No, it's, but, it's different nowadays. Yeah, but, yes, yeah. that's true. That's true. That's true. And uh, stylistically, um, uh, yeah, we just lo like love different things. Um, so I think that's where the start is. But then um, uh, because we end up, I don't know, content-wise, sort of the lyrics kind of end up being not similar in a bad way. It's just like is what maybe is what makes it cohesive. I think if the lyrics were different for each song or something, but the fact that they're yeah, even all if, dumb and weird. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like like con like topic or 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 content wise it's a little different maybe but like the the degree to which it, it takes itself seriously maybe or is yeah uh part of like you know making wild stabs at lyrics or music is like why not just try it all and not take it too seriously and like what you were yeah. saying earlier not be precious about it mm -hmm. and uh, and yeah, and I don't know because of my playing or singing and our just general a uh, little more DIY funky vibe. Uh -huh. This is then to say that what we're doing that is like Steely Dan and we're crafting these like perfect like crazy. I don't think that's the goal. I think the goal is to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're yeah they're crazy and weird. <laughs> Perfect. So, all right. If anyone asks them to say they make crazy and weird music, and just if, if, click if, the play if, button. If somebody saw Mike and I in an elevator, just the two of us, and we came up to him and went crazy and weird. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. people who want to listen to our music. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Sign me up immediately. Um, <laughs> now, I, I can only imagine that not everything that you create in the moment makes the final cut. Is that correct? In a way. Yeah, um, okay. there's there's songs that we that we jam that we wander into slowly and try a few different things first. There's also 
like song a week was also an opportunity to to go back through and some of the standout jams that we had from years ago over the course of i don't know 10 years sure, or more. Sure. uh and being able to go back and go like ah this piece might work with this piece or like if we added a piece if we added a mm-hmm. chorus to this like we'd be able to have a full thing yeah, there were songs from like 2007 or 8 that we were revisit that we never right. went back to and being able to kind of come back to them. That was problems that we could never solve or something. We we, we were able to solve them. Yeah, like when it was with time or something. Yeah. Songs written in like whatever, the Bird and Fox and and Camping Trip kind of era of so, like writing stuff. Uh the uh yeah, I don't know. That's been like a, a huge advantage to having uh, Paul is like, uh, you know, when we're writing, we're writing partners that can like quickly, uh, move between song ideas. So it's fun to just have a big pot of them yeah, and pull out, pull from. And then, yeah, uh, as far as like, I, I would say the editing and stuff, a lot of it happens within the, within the songwriting. So it'll be like when Mike and I are writing stuff, it might be, we like the verses and then it's like three cracks before we get to a chorus that we like. Uh, so that's another way. But then, um, yeah. And then when it's, uh, this is the third volume of 12 songs that we're releasing from the song a week yeah. podcast. And I would say with each volume, we end up, sort of taking one or two out from the podcast or just like they're nice to have on the podcast, uh, but they don't need to be in a volume. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, that's like kind of the final time then that they get edited down, whittled down. Yeah, totally reasonable. Um, so the record comes out January 26th and I know that you guys also have an album release show coming up as well. So the last time we spoke, the possibility of concerts happening was like the farthest thing in the world, but thankfully like you've been back, you've had the opportunity to play. I want to know as you've continued to build up like an actual massive discography, how do you decide what goes into a set list? Like who makes that decision? Are there staples from past albums that have to be there or is it just, you know, who knows? Yeah. Great question. Uh, I think like the ultimate goal of a set list is to play, you know, to play a great show, like not whatever that's yeah. too like uh, dreamy about it or something, but what is going to make the most fun to experience and the most fun to play too. Yeah. Cause we, we don't play that many shows, but like, it's been awesome to come back out. And when we do play a show, like we do want to play songs that are fun for us to yeah. play together. Yeah. yeah. And now with the song of week stuff, there's some stuff that's never, you know, we have to learn the songs again <laughs> after recording them two years ago. The ones we've been pulling from the podcast that we've been playing though have been that we've been gently like putting into set lists have been things that have now gone, you know, onto streaming services. And so hopefully when people come to see us play, they're at least they've heard it right. on a on a volume. And that's been good because then it, a live show forces us to figure out a couple of songs to new songs to play and add. Sure. And so it's a little bit of that. And then, yeah, probably just like familiar faves that we're not burnt out on and that we don't think the audience is like burnt out on. <laughs> yeah. A few, a few faves of ours and a few faves of like whatever most listened to 
stuff, but we rotate between that stuff even. But in, in terms of your question of like looking at that the group of songs and then being able to figure out what to play live, that's like a difficult thing to get our mind because it, yeah, it would involve uh, picking out of a hundred. Yeah, which yeah. wants to play live, uh, adding to the few, and then also, uh, 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 like Mike said, figuring them out how to play, and then uh, finally, yeah, like getting them uh, in a groove. And I mean, like, uh, it's just a, a different system. Is like usually writing this stuff. By the time you're recording it, you're recording it because you've like jammed and played on it so many times to like remember yeah. it forever now it's like uh if we sat down i'd be like uh what <laughs> what is tookies i forget what happened it's like uh two years later having to remember uh questions you were asked on a pop quiz <laughs> yeah that's true uh also i would say too that like in addition to like writing writing songs together i feel like paul and i both do like love making set lists like that's like yeah. a, like i like kind of the 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 tetris game of like writing a tone up and down and mm -hmm. finding songs that complement each other or yeah their creativity and ocd me <laughs> yeah exactly actually though, i mean yeah i love that if there that's was nice. one job in the world it would be taking my favorite band's music and making the perfect set list like oh yeah, my I god have 20 songs let's make the perfect show with all the emotions and energy and where to, oh, it's just like. Yes, it's the, the teenage crossword. That yeah, would actually, be a perfect job to have. Yeah. It's like a consultant for bands who you're like, yeah, I'm, I yeah. figured out perfect set list for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it's, it's a little bit like uh, whether it's a, 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 if it's a low key band or, or, or a less famous band and you're a, <laughs> Uh, the the, the person would have an eye on like this is what I think is goal, or to get over that thing of like uh, you know when people get too famous and then they they don't have enough people saying no. That consultant yeah. would be the no yeah. to the bands. That's like, right. You got to pay for that no. Though. Don't play three fourths of the new album. Yeah, uh, no one wants to hear that. Yeah, no hear the hit. Like only for you guys. Uh, like, no one uh, goes to see Paul McCartney in 2022, and oh yeah, we totally want to hear your newest album. Like, <laughs> like, no, I no, dude. Like, you only got so much time left. Yeah, <laughs> get to the hits. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, totally agree. Well, uh, the is the show the 26th as well? That's yes. Right? Yep, okay. there's a 26th at the Lodge Room. Nice. Lodge Room is pretty sweet. If you guys are in L.A., highly recommend going. Uh, yeah, we did a show there, um, what, eight months ago? Or that's about right. And uh, it was so fun because it was uh, yet yeah, same lineup of bands as uh, Townland and the Sloppy Boys. Nice. And so... L.A. Staples? Yeah, so in addition That's to right. getting just to uh, for people to come together and see live music, I think it was mainly just a fun excuse to get a community together, which is like yeah. The best. yeah, yeah. No, I think if you're a fan of one, you're a fan of all. It's like that kind of you know. You guys are all connected in a way. So yeah, it's it's nice that it worked out because I've been in before. Don't stop or we'll die. I don't think we've ever had to encounter this too much. But I've been in like a silly band or something, and 
somebody will book a show and they'll be like, well, this is a silly band and that's a silly band. They don't know each other. They're different kinds of comedy or whatever. And believe me, when you're open, when we were in college, my band was opening for the Frogs. None of the frogs no. like us. They were like, they're not funny. These guys suck. Get them off the stage. We know what's funny and weird. Now it's it is nice to be with two bands, other yeah. bands who all have shared sensibility. Yes, maybe there's some shared DNA there. <laughs> Love that. Well, in that case, is there either one or a handful of songs off this record that you're most looking forward to playing for the first time live? Ooh. Yeah, well, uh, uh, the new song on there, uh, we have uh, this uh, song called That's My Vibe, gotcha. uh, and we'll be playing that live, and that's cool. like a fun uh, country song, mm-hmm. which, uh, just uh, an additional comment on uh, the Song of Week songs, but also these volumes and stuff, um, a lot of times when we'd be writing lyrics, they would be during rehearsals. Uh, uh, previously, before Song of Week, mm-hmm. we'd be writing uh, in rehearsals or while we were recording in studio. So a lot of times they'd be quickly written or we would do the third verse, same as the first sort of thing. Right. right repeat. Sure. But now, because of the way we work, like we'll go off and write a bunch of lyrics together and then we like all of them and we don't want to cut them <laughs> so like a song like that's my vibe that maybe previously would be three minutes long and have like three stanzas is now yeah five minutes long or whatever and, <laughs> yeah. and has six stanzas gotcha. which is fun so yeah that's the other <laughs> component now playing these live i'm like god we got all these words <laughs> yeah seriously it's the yeah. <laughs> not easy getting up there and playing live oh i know i know figure out i already got to remember which uh fingers to put on which strings oh, yeah geez. well we can pro- we'll get a program to <laughs> which fingers do i have to put on which keys i'm yes. thinking which strings that's right that's the only difference between our processes <laughs> love that um i've got a few more for you guys i sure, want yeah, of course I mean, we're right at the top of the year here. We're recording this on the 4th. And so the obvious question becomes is, what does this year look like for you guys? Either musically, professionally, or just like some lofty goals that you'd hopefully like to hit by year's end? Well, uh, to change things up on a fun flip side, oh. we're, um, we were just talking a couple of weeks ago with our buddies, uh, Tony and Amin, who are in the band with yeah. us. And we were like... Uh, got together to record a song in a rehearsal space. And that was just a fun way to approach songwriting again and also recording. So Mike and I were just thinking it'd be fun to, you know, jam uh, on stuff for a few months and then kind of do it how we used to do it and take a step back and figure out the stuff we love. And yeah, get together and play music like in a live, not in a vacuum where, you know, the keyboard part and the drum part and the bass part and the guitar part have yeah. never been performed at the same time exactly. <laughs> in, in all of time and space and like writing it in a more kind of in a room with human beings because now we can yeah. do that yeah. uh, and kind of, yeah, gathering, gathering material. Kind of, I think it's we're, we're in the in the writing phase, the the winter spring writing phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then along with that, it was really difficult to not really difficult. It was just like a challenge to be producing 
a song every week and then also get these um, volumes of releases out. And so now uh, that we're like taking a pause, we can, with the, with Song of the Week, we'll be able to release the remaining, um, if 36 have been released, then we have 100. What yeah. is that? We, uh, we, there's, there's, there's more. There's more volumes of tunes that we go back through and we... Like we said, we we remaster them certainly, but we kind of see what they might have needed if we had taken a month to look at it instead, oh, yeah. of, instead this, of five days. This new volume has all kinds of new uh, uh, additional uh, uh, brass and guitar parts and yeah. additional vocal harmonies that we've gone back and, and made everything sound unified with all the songs because when we were recording them in different ways, so, but now they all kind of sound like they're part of the same world. And then, uh, 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 but then being able to do that with the other songs and being able to have more time now to get those out, uh, I guess, to answer your question this year of like, you know, Mike and I, it would be nice. The last time we got one of these out was like 14 months ago. So maybe doing them every five or six months or four or something like that. Just getting them out a little bit more frequently. Yeah, right taking the time to go back and look at what we've got and uh yeah so Refinement. hopefully there'll be more news coming out later this year about other versions like other volumes like this yes yeah yeah, yeah. great well lots to look forward to um i also want to know obviously nothing has come out this year but like does your guys' personal music taste have any impact on the music that you make or do you actively try to kind of keep them apart in order to not like pull ideas? Hmm. I think what ha oh go ahead, Mike. I I would say that we we lean into those influences usually. Okay. Uh, especially because of with the podcast with Song of Week, sometimes we'd be looking for inspiration, so it might even be like this thing just popped up randomly on my. Uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. great. This is a fun vibe. Why don't we try this for next week? Uh, so more than other times, we've probably been more open to the stuff we're currently listening to. And then, yeah, I guess the overall stuff, you know, like, um, so funny, I was talking to a friend who was like, oh, I was really into Dylan as a teenager. And then when I grew up, I sort of was less interested. I was like, oh. I feel like that's the opposite experience of yeah. me and projecting <laughs> other people then thinking the opposite experience, which I think it has to come with a uh, wisdom, uh, <laughs> like to appreciate it. Uh, not to say I have any wisdom, but uh, just uh, growing older, I feel like I have a different appreciation than I did when I was trying to get into it in high school. That's not to say that's uh, influenced our music at all, uh, but I've just been digging Bob Dylan a lot while we've been doing these songs. <laughs> well, yeah, look, well, look who's being humble now. You have plenty of wisdom to share. You're a very wise man. One of the smartest all, guys I know. All of our songs about denim vests. <laughs> the, <laughs> the deep knowledge of um, information about which fictional characters have lived in Chicago. <laughs> That's no, that's a, te a teaser of going to go back to the Song of Week files. That's not on this volume, not yet. Yeah, we were playing a show in Chicago. And so, for to highlight the occasion, we used the Song of Week to write a song called Chicago Land. 
Yeah. And uh, uh, we wrote, Mike wrote it, and then we uh, recorded it. And it, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the, there's a affiliate in Chicago called WGN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so the, we had a big chorus that goes, uh, W-G-N. <laughs> so if any Chicago oh, land fan, they can go to the podcast now and hear it. And then yep. later, I'm yeah. sure it'll be lead off track. <laughs> yeah, dig in before we get into the Yeah, before Ryan Sandberg's lawyers get hold of it. Oh, man, I love that. Um, guys, my last question for you here is, it's basically for the person that is going to discover you from this. What is an opening message that you'd like to say to them before they listen to your music for the first time? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever, <laughs> hey, did you ever um, remember those times uh, when you're hanging out with friends and you're laughing and having fun and then later... You're trying to explain to somebody why it was funny. And you're like, oh, I didn't. You can't. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Come in. Yeah. Listen to the music. We're going to laugh. We're going to have fun. Yeah. And then later you'll be like, I don't. Uh, I think it was because they uh, were supposed to swear at some point, but they didn't. <laughs> mm. Got it. That was a terrible way to invite people. Um, no, it's a good invitation, an induction. You've hooked me. That yeah. sold me if I wasn't already sold. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. Join the club. Take a load um, off. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously, but also enjoy yourself. I think it'll collectively put a smile on your faces. What yeah, else do you that's mean? right. Maybe, yeah, indulge in not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, yeah like when we said join the club, club is like written, like the L is backwards. Yeah, and, and it the, might even be like the K is spray painted. Oh, yeah. Oh, the K is spray painted over <laughs> the And then the B is kind of hanging down. I just thought that was a little insulting as a child about Toys R Us. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that's wait, true. We're your audience and you're saying we're idiots? <laughs> yeah. We can't, first of all, spell the word R. Yeah. And then we, we, can't, right? we can't do it frontwards? And no, sorry. Yeah. Um, and that giraffe is my friend? I don't think so. <laughs> that's why they went bankrupt. <laughs> that's why. Jeffrey. Oh, man. Um... Guys, this has been this has been wonderful. I oh, that's always you, a pleasure you, getting to chat you with you. My day, uh, Paul, Michael, Michael, Paul, whatever order it goes in. <laughs> it goes I, in both I, orders. Both orders, guys. I want to thank you so much. Seriously, please let me plug your music for you one more time here. Um, if you guys did not catch it the first time around, the record is called Signature. Please, it will be out January twenty sixth. We will have links in the article and everywhere so that you can listen and share and follow along and just generally stay tuned for everything else. Um, I'm excited and I can't wait for more. Oh, thank you so much. It was great chat with you as always. Yeah, great, great. talk. Thank you so much. Yeah, great chatting with you guys too. Have an amazing rest of your day and uh, hope to speak soon. Yeah, man. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.